0: Hello, America, and happy Monday. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. One of the last few weekends in August before summer comes to an end and we get back to schools. Hope you're on vacation out in the yard, swimming in the pool, going to the beach, having a glass of wine at the vineyard, doing something fun this weekend. We're so grateful you spent some time with us, listening to the podcast. I'm always Deeply grateful for that. Hey, we've got a great show for you today. A lot of news, a first time guest, someone who's made a tremendous amount of impact in Congress as a member of the Freedom Caucus, as a member from Oklahoma. Congressman Josh Bracken is here, and he is going to give us an update on the border because he's on Homeland Security. The budget because he's on the House Budget Committee. And then he's going to weigh in on the Biden family corruption case of the special prosecutor that broke on Friday and so many other things. That's going to kick off our day today. And I've got a story before we go to commercial break that I'm really excited about talking to. In the second block, we had a chance on Friday to talk to our good friend Tom Fitton to talk about the state of all the scandals and also the ability of judicial watch and others to get information out that the American public had been denied one of those that judicial watch played a major role in was the big story we broke last week on the 325 million dollars in royalty payments that went to NIH scientists including Dr. Anthony Fauci and his boss Dr. Collins, Francis Collins. That is another of the many great pieces of work that judicial watch does to get the American people the truth. We're going to talk to our good friend Tom Fitton in the second block of that. And in the third block, we have an incredible partner that has actually secured millions, not not thousands, millions of dollars for Just the News and Real America's Voice viewers and listeners. John Solomon Reports listeners, Jason Brown, who is one of the co-founders of covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org. They have done some remarkable work to help employers all across the country who didn't know they were entitled to the Employee Retention Tax Credit. He's been helping them get those credits up to $26,000 per worker. Many companies have gotten hundreds of thousands and millions. The total amount is in the large millions, and he's going to give you that number when we have him on today, but we're going to get you up to speed. If you're a business owner and you haven't yet checked it out, go check it out today. I think there's a lot that can be done there. That is our show. Now, before we get started, I had, I think, a really important story today that I wanted people to see because we have taken what Joe Biden has said since 2019 forward about the Biden family, about the Hunter Biden scandal, all those things, and we have put them up against the facts that we now have in evidence. And there are Five compelling stories that are undoubtedly not true. They're untrue. Things that the president has told us. What are those five things? Well, Joe Biden said he never discussed business with his son or family members. We know that's not true. In fact, Joe Biden contradicted him one time in an interview, saying, yeah, I did talk to him about Burisma once and told him, you better be sure what you're doing. But we also know that he had conversations with several of his business associates and partners, Devin Archer among them. Secondly, Joe Biden said he never met with any son's business partners. We now have 20 conversations that Devin Archer took place as well as two dinners where several controversial foreign oligarchs from Russia, Kazakhstan, Ukraine all met with Vice President Joe Biden in 15 and 16 at the Cafe Milano. Third thing that the president said the Biden family never, never got any money from China that's not true either Hunter Biden was about to plead guilty before his plea deal fell out to uh, taking money from several Chinese totaling millions of dollars and if you go back to 2013 it's even a larger amount the fourth one that Joe Biden said over and over again, Hunter Biden said nothing wrong. Well, we now know that Hunter Biden was ready to take accountability and plead to tax evasion and avoid uh, an issue that he committed on applying for a background check for the federal government. That's a big one. And finally, the Hunter Biden laptop that emerged in late 20 was a Russian disinformation. It wasn't. Those are five claims that the president and his defenders have repeatedly made that are now contradicted, conflicted with the current evidence. Go check that story out. All of the corresponding documents that debunk these five claims are in the story. That's pretty exciting. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, our exclusive interview with Congressman Josh Burkine from the great state of Oklahoma right after this. Folks, if you owe back taxes, fair warning, you're not going to like this. The IRS is mailing millions of pay up letters. Millions, I say. IRS penalty canceling offer. To do so, call 1-800-245-6000. That's 1-800-245-6000. Or visit tnusa.com slash just news. That's tnusa.com slash just news. Folks, if you get your wallet stolen or your cell phone or your car, we know what it is. It's old fashioned theft. It's crime. We know it. Criminals now have a new way to steal our most valuable asset, our homes. provide the premier detection technology to protect your home and its title. The instant they detect an activity or something suspicious, they mobilize to help shut it down. We won't know a thief took us off our title until it's too late. That's why Title Lock jumps into action right away. The titles to all our homes are easily found online. A criminal or renter, even a family member, can simply forge a signature on a home sale form. Then he or she refiles as the new owner, and bam, your home is not in your name, and all of a sudden, debts are being taken All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. So much to talk about in Washington. I know it's August and things are supposed to be slow around this town, but there are not so many extraordinary things are coming out, one after the other after the other. The special counsel on Friday just being one of several big revelations last week. Obviously, the royalty payments of Dr. Fauci, another one that in the dead of summer has caught a lot of people by arm. And, of course, the border continues to roll up as one of the most important issues in our lifetime right now. I thought I'd bring in a member of... Congress. Whether it's fiscal conservatism, security conservatism, just common sense conservatism, he is on the front lines of that. Congressman Josh Burkeen from the great state of Oklahoma. Congressman, great to have you on today.
1: Thank you, John. Honored to be with you.
0: You do so much. Uh, You're a member of the Freedom Caucus. You're on the House Budget Committee, House Homeland Security Committee, and you're always looking for common sense solutions. I think so much of Washington seems to be void of common sense these days. You're always pushing for that common sense. I want to talk, just start with the border for a second, because you look at the data that's coming, the number of people with terrorism ties has surged to an all time high coming across the border. You get large numbers of Chinese males that are coming across, most likely got the permission of the country to do so. There seems to be lots of blinking red warning signs, signs that we would have in the aftermath of 9-11 been really concerned about. And there's a collective yawn for so many of the people in the administration and the homeland Security. Department, why aren't these blinking red signs more important to the people that have border security control right now?
1: I think they see long term uh, their design uh, to increase their their voter rolls with people who would vote for them is I think is is the motive. Uh, what other motive could there be for the insanity that's that has allowed illegals to come across our southern border, representing almost all 195 different countries, and and uh, Twice the population of the state I represent, Oklahoma. We we have you know five to six trillion uh, million people that have come across that that border, open border, and what other purpose could there be than, than to, to serve a, a political design? And so they're 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 disregarding the Constitution, Article four, Section Four, the guarantees to every state a Republican form of government to protect those states against an invasion. You have seventeen counties in Texas that have declared that they've got an invasion at their southern border. Um, the cartel is richer and more powerful. We're averaging about hundred people per year coming across that are on the terrorist watch list. It's insanity.
0: It is crazy. And there was just a, a report done this weekend about one of them who got through and uh, it took uh, a weeks to uh, go collect that person back up. He literally was let in, even though he's on the Homeland Security watch list for flights. It's a, really a remarkable um, story. The When you talk to the actual security experts, not the political people, but the people who actually um, uh, know the security threat levels, are they nervous about how much has crossed the border that they're blind to? Yeah.
1: And, and- it, also, these experts say that physical barriers work. Um, keep in mind that Congress, before Joe Biden took office in January of 21, Congress had allocated another 250-mile of border wall expansion. Under Trump, you had 400-mile rehab built, um, and you got a 2,000-mile southern border, and there was gains being made. And in Biden, after Congress allocated, power of the purse, constitutionally empowered to, to, to allocate funds, Said we're going to put 250 um, uh, more miles of border wall. Here's the funds to do it. Operating like a king, Biden, by an executive order, says no. You're not going to do that. I mean, perversion of the rule of law. And Joe Biden in 2006 is on record when you can actually find this quote. Anybody wants to do a quick Google search. He said the reason why I support physical barriers hasn't doesn't isn't so much about the immigration. It is about the drugs coming between ports of entry. You had in 2006, you had Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Hillary Clinton. They all voted for the Secure Fence Act of 2006 because there was a time where Democrats believed in physical barriers. Um, you know, the contrast is crazy. Here they are trying to stop uh, physical barriers being implemented. And then Nancy Pelosi's erecting physical barriers around the Capitol.
0: Yeah, isn't that funny? Yeah.
1: And they, they claim that they're antiquated, that they're outdated. All the experts say physical barriers work, and they know it.
0: There is a lot of concern about the CBP1 app, which is just a backdoor way of bringing illegals in and not counting them as inappropriate crossings. Um, the, uh there have been uh, some really good journalism, some good investigations that the Homeland Security Committee has already been working on showing the drug cartels actually abusing this. Basically, it's a new free tool for the cartels you use to push more and more people across the border. How important is it to get a grip on this app before it becomes a real travesty?
1: Oh, it's absolutely important. You're right. The cartel is, is wanting people to, to uh, pay them to utilize what's a free app. And that free app was camouflage. It continues to camouflage the real numbers of, of crossings. And, and so this administration, whether it's that or um, – uh, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm forgetting the word in this moment. Um, oh, my gosh, parole. Parole. Parole has, has gone from what was a case-by-case basis – to now, under this administration, 30000 a month granted parole. Parole used to be if you could let you in the United States under parole if you had a, a serious medical condition and you need to go back in the United States. Not this mass uh, tool that this administration is using. And it's in violation of federal law. I mean, federal statute clearly says case by case, and yet my orchestra is, is, is misusing it as the Homeland Security, which I sit on, uh, that committee, the majority uh, members and our staff have put together a list, we believe is eight different areas of federal statute of violation in addition to Article 4, uh, Section 4 constitutional violation.
0: There is so much uh, that your committee has done with Chairman Green, and it really is impressive. You've been going through these phases and really helping the American people understand One, there are violations of law, violations of the Constitution. A third thing is there's been false testimony given. It seems like you're getting an acceleration, particularly with Secretary Mayorkas. Do you believe before the end of the year there'll be a decision made on whether to impeach the secretary or not?
1: I can't predict in terms of the time frame. I would support an impeachment. I I think it's plain that uh, his his loyalty to this president is... uh, is 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 exceeding his loyalty to the constitution and following the oath and he has an oath that is specific to him for that position to secure that border and he's not doing it
0: yeah yeah no it's plain you'd have to the the message they give us is don't trust your eyes everything you see at the border don't believe it that's the only way you can get away with their story is by pre- pretending you don't see what we see every day at the border it's really remarkable congressman you um also are a uh, person who uh, has preached and practiced fiscal uh, responsibility, which is not a, a very common trait in Washington, D.C. these days. Uh, the the budget is just so bloated, uh, I think a 50 percent growth just since the pandemic. What um, things are going on behind the scenes that we can't see that are the beginnings of trying to rein this in? I know there's a lot of work with the Freedom Caucus. We had a good story last week on some of the microscopic work every day that's going in to identify things that could be cut tomorrow. Uh, do you have confidence that there is momentum towards trimming the size of government and that there is a way for Republicans to force the president into a smaller spending package at some point?
1: Don, I hope so. You know, it's amazing. Everybody sees the consequences of overspending. Uh, right now, we're at a 15 percent increase of inflation post-January 2021. 15 percent. The cost of goods and service 15% higher than they were in January of 21. That's costing the average person, average family of four, spending $1,100 more per month um, than they were in January of 2021. You do that over the course of a year. That means over the course of this year, you'll spend $14,000 more than you did before Biden took office to buy the exact same goods and services. Direct consequence of overspending, of inflation, devaluation of our currency. We, we see what's happening with interest rates, direct correlation to overspending. We see what's happening with a dependency culture, where we've turned the social uh, safety net into a hammock. What, that, what, what that's doing to uh, deplete our workforce and uh, increase the welfare state, all can be traced back to overspending. And what you see is that most people have elected officials in, in their home district, and they, they'll, they'll go and they'll hear them talk about, we've got to cut, we've got to cut, we've got to cut. Well, if everybody would would just follow their their stump speeches, it would be amazing how many votes we could get on the board to cut. But the sad reality is, and it's why I'm a, I'm a part of the Freedom Caucus, is because – that is a spine-stiffening group. There's an old saying by Billy Graham that says, uh, when a bold man takes a, a stand, the spines of others are often stiffened.
0: <laughs> That's true, yeah. that
1: is a group that actually has a voting record that backs up, um, you know, what they say. Now, there are others. There are other members, Republican Study Committee that, you know, Kevin Hearn, Oklahoma, fellow Oklahoman with me. Man, I get in kudos. Um, there's some members of the, you know, of that Republican Study Committee that are leaning in hard on spending that aren't part of the Freedom Caucus. Um, Jody I serve with, who's chairman of the Budget Committee, who is, who is specifically devoted to trying to rein in our federal spending. So it's not just the Freedom Caucus. The conservatives, they've learned how to be campaign conservatives, and nobody does the fact-checking enough to go, wait a minute. You say you want to cut, but your voting record doesn't co- co- correlate with that. And the people have got to get wise to all of us in Washington, D.C.,
0: they do. <clears throat> they do. I think they, I think they are getting wise. I think they also have seen a little bit of change with Republicans in charge. There's no doubt about it. One of the places where change has been significant is in the very rapidly evolving story about Joe Biden. We were told there was nothing there, there back when I broke the first stories about Joe Biden firing the Ukraine prosecutor back in 2019. Today, extraordinary revelations, whether it is Hunter Biden cheating on his taxes, the president calling and meeting with his business partners, uh, and uh, really, the the racket of who uh, Hunter Biden was collecting his money from these oligarchs that had these dark pasts or or controversies with the government, some with convictions or investigations against them. Uh, as you step back now, what has struck you the most about uh, where the story is today versus what we were told to believe before the twenty twenty election?
1: Well, President Biden, you know, went, his his story has changed. It went from I don't talk to Hunter and have any connectivity to the business dealings that Evan Archer's testimony before the oversight committee that there were 20 different calls conversations between Biden and those that uh, his son was involved with on these business deals. 17 million dollars that, that, that the oversight committee has shown has gone touched nine different members of the Biden family. And you know, Article 2 Section 4 of the Constitution lists three elements of where impeachment could come from. One of those is bribery. You actually have the Foreign Corruption Practices Act. It actually says, this is an act, a federal statute that's passed in the 70s, modified in, the, I think, the 90s, where it says you don't have to be the one that receives money for it to be bribery according to that act. It just can be family members. So I, I'm thoroughly convinced at this point that, that we have uh, you know, this the smoking gun that points to bribery within this administration, um, and I'm hopeful that uh, we'll use the power of Article One. Article One power uh, should trump anybody saying, "Well, he's on special counsel now, so we don't need to." David Weiss saying, "We don't need to give you uh, access to bank records." Well, we have the power of the purse. And Congress needs to flex its muscles and say, it is our job to investigate for lawmaking purposes, and you will turn over those banking records, um, because we have the ability to to stifle and stifle funds and use the Holman rule to go after specific entities within the federal government, their specific salaries. And I hope that we play hardball and make sure the American people get sunshine on this as the greatest disinfectant.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's so important that we get the truth, because Joe Biden didn't give us a really... um a straight story about things back in 2020, whether it was a laptop being called disinformation or his claim that uh, China didn't send his money uh, with his family money, which clearly he has. It is really pretty remarkable to see how much uh, now the facts contradict what the president has told us over the last three years. Um, If a lot of this involves the president's personal finances and uh, and his son and his family's business dealings, but the president has lied and he was facilitating his, uh, his business, his, his son's business as a vice president. Do you see potential grounds for impeachment based on the evidence as it's emerging now?
1: Yeah, I, I think that, um, that bribery has occurred. I think it's very close to home. Uh, the Foreign Corruption Practices Act, like I said, it mentions in violation of that federal statute. It doesn't just have to be you receiving money. It can be your family members. Um, you know, that's bribery. So what needs to happen is Jamie Comer needs to be able to continue under the oversight committee as chairman to continue to do the good work that that committee has done in bringing forth, you know, things like Devin Archer's commentary. David Weiss needs to be brought before that committee and not say, well, I can't comment on that. Um, that, that is not, that's not answer that is worth uh, you know, spending time on. We need to, to, to make sure that uh, these people are held accountable and uh, use the power of the purse to do so. We're an article one entity of, under the constitution the Congress is.
0: Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think the January 6th committee showed that you can conduct a congressional investigation. even if There's a Justice Department investigation. The DOJ said we can't give you anything because it's under investigation. I think there's a pattern there now that Democrats created that might come back around and uh, catch them by surprise in this. Cause I think Article 1.
1: Yeah, the only thing special about the special counsel is the special ability to, to slow walk this. I mean, David Watts has had five years to, to, to handle this. We know that IRS Um, agents shared in in another uh, Comer uh, committee that they tipped off the FBI uh, to this info, and then the FBI tips off Hunter Biden's lawyers so that he can go shuffle material around um, that they were going to be in search of. And yet you're going to put this guy over uh, the premise that he's going to blindly execute justice? It's a
2: joke.
0: Yeah, you can see the frustration that uh, so many uh, members of the public and uh, members of Congress have. Uh, There is a full-time person at the White House now named Ian Samms who spends all day uh, maligning Congress. Uh, he put out a long statement, ironically, a long statement saying, oh, uh, James Comer shouldn't invent, uh, interview anyone if they're under arrest or under charges. Well, Hunter Biden was dealing with lots of people who were under charges at the time. But the idea that the White House has a, a, a taxpayer-funded spin machine to help defend the Biden family from its uh, personal finances, something unseemly about that to you?
1: Oh, absolutely. I mean, this, look, it's craziness you know it's cocaine this week it's it's a man showing his breast uh on the white house lawn the week before it's it, i mean it, it is it's a circus i mean where where is the definition of morality where's the death where's the standard for the for the president of the united states i mean the, uh, you know the 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 drag queen story i reading experiment he's subjecting our men and women in uniform to yeah uh, making the highest rank the lowest rank, nod in in conformity. What would what would MacArthur say? What would, what would Eisenhower say? I'm just astounded. I think the American people, uh, you know, are watching this, going, "What? Where's my country?"
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it is really remarkable to see the frustration that people have, and and. Uh, in a different uh, uh era of America, I know because I was here in the 1990s when Bill Clinton was collecting all this money from foreigners to the benefit of his party or the people around him or and, and he was a draw to raise that money. There was outrage and hearings and uh, very si- si- significant repercussions. But there seems to be among the elitists in Washington, the media, the establishment, the bureaucrats, not the same outrage that just 20, 25 years ago we had very visceral outrage. What's changed about the people in Washington that they don't see the potential for conflict of interest here?
1: Uh, look, all I can say is I think that, I think we just have a moral rot in our culture. And I think we're willing to put up stuff um, because of the culture. But, you know, the, there's a scripture in Isaiah that says, "'Woe to the nation that calls evil good and good evil, "'substitutes uh, darkness for light and light for darkness, "'bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter.'" We're confused because our culture, um, our, our, you know, from, from the local level, if we don't have a, a revolution, a heart change, what makes America special is what I believe that, that uh, uh, Don Adams said when he said that our Constitution was made only for immoral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate to the government of any other. If you don't have self-governance, you don't have limited government. And when we've stopped self-regulating, self-governing, when when we've stopped, you know, being fiery from our pulpits in America, this is how we've we you know, derived to this station, to where we're not quick to call something evil, and we're willing to play patty cake with evil. It's really sad. Um, you know, Reagan made the great comment. He said, "Where is it that we feel like that self self-governance has, has become outdated?" And if we think that our, our society has so, become so complex that we can't self-govern, then who has the capacity to govern other people then? Government's going to come in and fill the vacuum of where self-governance doesn't exist. And if we'll get back to being a righteous and moral nation, a lot of this will self-correct.
0: There is... Um a lot of concern about what we've learned about our government's capability to respond to a pandemic or any public health um, crisis. Uh, The uh, CDC, the NIH have been exposed for a lot of different failures and mixed messages and confusing messages. Uh, But one thing is not confusing, and that is with these new documents uh, that were forced out by a FOIA lawsuit. The scientists who work for NIH have collected $325 million in royalties from companies, whether from China, the United States, drug companies, for inventions and drugs and capabilities that they developed as um, on the American taxpayers' payroll. Basically, the taxpayers took the risk to make these inventions, and then the scientists personally get the royalties. Is there enough momentum, is there concern in Congress that, hey, if you're on the government dole and you... You, get, you, you do something, uh, the royalty should come back to the American people, not to the scientists.
1: Yeah, I think that you're going to see some, some uh, progress uh, given this revelation of Fauci. And, and uh, I, I look, again, it goes back to we are a nation that is tolerant of, of things that we should not be tolerating. And you be you and I'll be you. How's that working out for us as a country? <laughs> We've got to start calling things for what they are. Right is right, and wrong, and wrong is wrong.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Truth is uh, is not a negotiable thing, and I think that uh, over the last couple of years, truth has been twisted so many times that it almost is a seems like an irrelevant uh, coin in um, Washington, which is, I think, to the detriment of all of us. Uh, sir, what a great honor to have you on. Uh, when when Congress gets back, tell us what's the most important and pressing business. I assume the appropriations bills are going to be top of mind, right?
1: That's it. Uh, look, we're we're a country that's headed towards bankruptcy. If, and I, people, I say that, people say, what? We're going to overspend by $1.5 trillion this year, John. That's the size of our gross national debt 40 years ago. It took us 200 years in 1983 to get to $1.5 trillion in gross national debt. And we're going to overspend in one year what what it took us 200 years to get to. That's a difference in 40 year, that 40 years can make. And if we don't get serious about this now, Medicare hits insolvency in 2028, the x-rays are telling us. Social Security hits Insolvency in 2033, we're, we are running out of a landing pad to, to, to be able to have the time to start cutting spending. Uh, they're using a number now called fiscal space saying in 2050, half of our budget is going to be just interest payments on our debt. In five years, our interest payments on our debt, no principal, just our interest is going to be a trillion dollars. That's what we spend to defend our country. That's our entire national defense budget. So if, we go, if we're going to have the opportunity to turn this country around financially – uh, the time is now. Um, and and uh, so that's why the Freedom Caucus is leaning in so hard saying, come on, can we not at least agree that we can go back to pre-COVID spending levels as a baseline? Can you not live off the amount of government you were getting from 2019? We've increased the spending since 2019, 25% year after year.
0: Isn't that amazing? I'm sorry,
1: 25, 25% this year's budget right. is an increase over 2019. That's insane. 25%, one-fourth increase in, in after 250 years of governance in a three-year time span, we've got a 25% increase. Let's go back to 2019. Let's give our, our country a chance.
0: Yeah, it really is uh, stunning. And when you take it down to discretionary spending, those parts that aren't it's actually, I think, closer to 50%. I think I saw in one of the analyses from um, uh, the CBO. What a what a remarkable, if you just cut that back, we'd be in a much better shape already, huh?
1: Yeah, 30% increase since 2019, just the discretionary side.
0: It's just mind-boggling. It's just mind-boggling to see those numbers. Congressman Burkine, what a great honor to have you on. I'm so glad you joined us. We learned a lot, and we're going to be watching closely. Homeland, budget, uh, and, of course, the Biden family corruption. uh, Big, big stories heading into the fall. What a great honor to have you on today.
1: John, an honor to be with you. Thank you.
0: Thank you, sir. Have a good rest of the week. You too. All right, folks, we're going to go take a quick commercial break. We'll be back right after these messages. Folks, Field of Greens is the healthiest thing I do every day, and I want you on this journey with me. Why? It's literally one scoop a day. It tastes great. I love the fruit flavors particularly, and it's completely improved my life and my health. This is nutrition the way nature intended. When I began taking a hard look at why I wasn't feeling good and why I felt unhealthy, why I was gaining weight, why I was losing energy, it wasn't just because I had hit my 50s. No, it was because I wasn't getting the right amount House Nutrition, and of course, Field of Greens. All you got to do to take advantage of this offer visit fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Don't wait. Go to fieldofgreens.com today. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS for 15% off. Folks, Factors, delicious, ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre prepared, chef crafted, and dietitian approved. at Factormeals.com. One more time, Factormeals.com slash JustNews50. Use the JustNews50 code, and you will get 50% off your first order. He is Tom Fitton, the president of Judicial Watch, and he joins us right now. Tom, great to have you back on the show.
3: Hey, good to be with you both. The man I was thinking, I, I was, I'm was, i still recovering from the sticker shock of filling up my gas tank yesterday.
4: Yeah, uh, I, y- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get it hmm. Every Saturday when I fill up the tank at Costco, which is the cheapest, supposedly.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's,
0: bad. it's time to bring back those I did it stickers. I think Joe Biden's going to make an appearance on the gas party. <laughs> right. <I> <laughs> gas is sitting. going up. <laughs> um, another place where he's making the appearance a lot is in the headlines from Congress. Uh, we really have a much clearer picture now, uh, Tom, of just how the scam ran. Uh, Hunter Biden gets deals lined up. Uh, uh, Money starts flowing into the account, and then the uh, deal makers are uh, getting dinner, private dinner, with Dad at the Cafe Milano. Uh, Dynamic, we were told, was a conspiracy theory in 2020. Now we know it to be very real. I just want to have you step back. You fought for more transparency on Hunter Biden than anyone I can think of. We have such a better picture than we had. What is the big picture that Americans should take to the ballot box with them from what we now know about this scandal?
3: Well, A, the media lied to us, knowingly, I think. Joe Biden lied time and time again about his relationship with his uh, son's business partners and what he was doing with them. And uh, on top of that, you know, we knew there was a lot of money out there, John, I mean, we generally had a sense that there was a lot of money sloshing around the, the, the Biden family. Uh, but the news this week that at least $20 million uh, passed through these accounts. Uh, the additional information out of that IR, uh, the FBI document that Burisma, uh Burisma CEO uh, told an FBI source that they gave the he gave the Bidens ten million dollars, including uh, Joe personally. Uh, you know we're we're now talking at least thirty million dollars, right? And some are saying it's going to go higher than that. It's probably much higher than that. And I don't think there's any, been anything like that in American history in terms of having a president be compromised. And, you know, I was talking to a reporter the other day and, they, and I made the point. I said, you know, if we knew about this, for instance, as when uh, Joe Biden was vice president, he, he would have. I think there's a strong, uh, you know, there's strong evidence he would have gone the way of Spiro Agnew and been driven out of office. Uh, I don't think even the, the Obama gang would have been able to tolerate that. Uh, if it had come out. I suspect they knew about it, but they didn't want it coming out. Uh, so, um, he, com- he came into office under false prat- pretenses, and you know the question is, the Republicans have gotten all this information out, what are they going to do with it? Yeah. You know, Congress isn't going to prosecute Joe Biden. Not, they're not even going to fully prosecute on her. And so, what tools do they have available to make sure there's accountability? And of course, impeachment is yeah. the most obvious one, and spending, and, and defunding, and uh, and and um, leveraging the power of the purse to get criminal investigation seriously going you know, are another option. Uh, but uh, it, it's hard to avoid impeachment given all the information we've had, Amanda and John. Yeah,
4: right. Well, I mean... Back in May, House Oversight had projected that they had evidence of 10 million, and it's now more than doubled. We're now up to over 21 million. So the the price tag certainly matters. And just a few days ago, we asked Chairman Comer if there was a ceiling, and he said, "No, there's more. There's more." So um, I, I can hear it now, though, because I constantly hear messaging from the left regarding this, and folks who who don't necessarily know the dollar amounts and know the intricacies of all of this corruption. And they say well everybody in congress does it this is just this is why they call it the swamp this is dc this is how people operate they use their influence they use their name this elite capture aspect of of being an elected official and they say that this happens all the time w- what is it about this that makes it so
3: unique well obviously the payments were disguised in such a way as to minimize public disclosure or hide it completely you know if the spouse of a member of congress is a lobbyist. You know, typically that sort of activity is disclosed and people can draw their own conclusions from it. Uh, but no one knew, uh, you know, the mayor of Moscow's wife or the former mayor of Moscow's wife was, was sending millions to the Biden operation or that Burisma was sending tens of millions of dollars or that the Chinese were sending money uh, directly to the Bidens. And then uh, these monies are being laundered amongst the various family members of, of Biden. And, you know, the media really dropped the ball, obviously, you know, just the news and and Amanda, you, you've been following this more honestly. You know, but I remember, you know, Judicial Watch put out information years ago showing that uh, Hunter had gone on 29 visits to foreign countries with the Secret Service in tow. And, of course, famously with his father, the China. Where was the follow up on that? What was he doing With during these world travels. And I think it's pretty obvious what he was doing. And that's why they didn't want to have too many questions. And so, you know, now Comer is talking about getting he's been kind of circling Joe Biden, his family by getting records from the banks. Right. So it's kind of third party information. So now the big step he says he's going to take is to uh, get the Biden family records directly. uh, Joe and Hunter's banking records and other financial records. And, and uh, he can't move uh, soon enough on that. Now, that's going to be a tougher haul, which is why he went with these third party subpoenas, uh, because they'll fight tooth and nail to withhold this information from the American people. And this is why I suggest they immediately escalate what Comer's doing, what uh, Jim Jordan is doing and what they're doing at the Homeland Security a, a, a depart, a, a oversight committee to an impeachment inquiry. Uh, to give the request more legal heft and uh, highlight to the American people just how important this is.
0: Yeah, That's a moment that I think is soon coming. I think that decision is on the horizon soon. Uh, Tom, I want to talk about the FBI because obviously we got FISA renewal. Uh, There's a lot of talk, not a lot of action yet. Uh, we learned a little bit earlier this year that bank records were turned over of Americans without any warrant, without any protection in regard to the Fourth Amendment. Now, yesterday, Jim Jordan tells us that he is Got a really good handle on a thing called geofence warrants, where basically everybody's phone records get scooped up, your location data, regardless of whether they had probable cause to look at yours. And they go looking to see if they can find a crime in the big bucket. It seems like the FBI's powers have expanded without the law catching up to all the technology that the FBI has access to. Is this a reckoning moment? What needs to happen to get some sense of the 4th Amendment back because right now we live in an era where basically the FBI issues general warrants so they don't have to have probable cause. They just look for whatever they're looking for.
3: You know, if if uh, he, you know January 6th is 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 really been an excuse to violate civil rights and you know law enforcement approaches that typically would be frowned upon by civil rights advocates and such and so because it's january 6th the rules of the law don't apply um you know and whether it's legal or not obviously there's going to be a big argument about whether the warrants are are appropriate under the circumstances uh you know in addition we we know uh, because Jim Jordan has explicitly uncovered the Bank of America document, but other banks evidently were, quote, voluntarily turning over the private banking information of everyone in the Washington, D.C. area in and around January 6th. And we asked the FBI for these documents and they gave us this extraordinary, well, we can't confirm or deny this happened response. Right. And of course, the courts here, which are left wing and have been, you know, are, are kind of. Um, thick when it comes to January 6th, to put it charitably,
0: Hmm. Uh, you
3: know, they they endorsed it. Uh, So so you're right. I mean, we do have this kind of assault on these constitutional freedoms and protections that people traditionally relied upon that aren't being, um, you know, these protections aren't being vindicated in the courts or in the agencies because it's about getting Trump. All right, folks, we're going to go
0: take a quick commercial break. We'll be back right after these messages. who shares your love for our great nation? Don't miss out on this chance to make a difference from AMAC. Join today at amac.us/justnews. That's amac.us/justnews, and extend the invitation to a friend or a family member for free. What a great opportunity! All right, folks, welcome back from the commercial break. Always excited to have this next guest on. It's really one of the great success stories post-pandemic, a lot of people didn't know there was a program that rewarded companies or reimbursed companies for keeping their employees hired during the extraordinary pandemic of 2020 and 2021. A lot of people didn't know at all about the program. And our next guest has been out there day in and day out, educating small business owners, large business owners, everyday Americans who run businesses that they have an option to go out and get this money. It's actually free money designed to reward you because you kept your employees working during uh, one of the great crises in American history. The amounts are incredible. It's $26,000, up to $26,000 per employee. And we've had a partnership with Justin News, Real America's Voice, and COVIDtaxrelief.org for the last uh, year or so. We're gonna an extraordinary number of businesses and money has been secured for the many people who did this. It's a great story. We're going to bring in our good friend, Jason Brown, the co-founder of COVIDTaxRelief.org. Jason, great to have you back on. Every time we talk, the number keeps going up. Just the people that heard about this program from Real America's Voice or just the news, tell us how many refunds and how many businesses have been helped.
2: Yeah, John, it's good to talk to you again. We sure appreciate you having us on. What a great intro. And uh, I don't, I don't know that I need to share anything after an intro like that, but... Um, You're right. It has been a phenomenal partnership with Just the News and Real America's Voice. Um, Over 2,200 business owners um, receiving $235 million in checks. And that's just an incredible number. As I say it, I just shake my head. $235 million sent out to, just like you said, business owners that did the hard thing they stayed open during 2020 2021 not only did they stay open but they retained their w-2 employees and they gave people a place to work and you know even if you were in an industry you were lucky you were blessed whatever you want to call it and you didn't struggle you could still take advantage of these funds you know sometimes we think you had to have struggled during 2020 and 2021 and and many did, right? They pivoted. They, in spite of all the regulations and supply chain issues and mandates and everything, they were able to pivot and stay open. But some industries actually th- thrived, right? Like, like construction industry, for example. Man, they made more money than they probably ever made, but they still experienced supply chain issues and other challenges. And so they are entitled to this money, and it's, like you said, up to $26,000 per employee that you kept during 2020 and
0: 2021. It's pretty remarkable. And there have been so many great success stories when employees, employers get this money because they didn't know about it. Sometimes they give the money back to employer employees. Sometimes they've reinvested in their business. It's kind of a good feel story because not only does it feel good to know that you earned the employee retention credit because you did the right thing during COVID. You, you toughed it out as an, uh, a business owner, but now you have the opportunity to do something to reward your company, reward your employees. I know you've got lots of great anecdotes. Is there any, any of them that stand out to you in terms of, you know, when the company realized, oh my gosh, I have money coming to me. I'm going to do X. What are some of the fun stories that you've had?
2: Yeah, you know, there are. There's so many, and I've shared several of them on your show before, um, but another one that pops in my head is a, a small private school in Texas and uh, again, not well-funded. They, they don't hike their tuition up like other private schools so that they are able to afford a lot of the things that they need, but they were in need of a few buses, right? Um, and so they were able to get a fair amount, like about a million and a half dollars, and so they were able to buy two new buses, which was incredible, and we got a super nice letter from the administration just talking about how what a difference this has made, and how not only excited the staff was, but the kids as well to have these new buses, they're going to use them for sporting events. And um, they really struggled during the pandemic, obviously, schools being shut down, which affected even extracurricular activities and concessions and everything you don't think about that affected their bottom line. And so man, they were having to drive around in these rickety old buses, the students, that affects morale and everything. And able to get two brand new buses um, with that money was just incredible.
0: That is amazing. A gift that goes, that keeps on giving. And I think that that is so rewarding to hear that. I mean, the students downstream who also probably had a tough time during the COVID pandemic, now they get a benefit coming out of it. That's such a great story. There is, anytime you deal with a government, you're trying to apply for things, there's red tape. There's always concerns. Am I going to do this the right way, am I following the law? You guys at Consumer Tax Advocate COVIDTaxrelief.org, you make this easy. You check all the boxes, you help everybody through each of the requirements to make sure you're qualified and then to make sure the paperwork's filled out right. Talk a little bit about the process because you dot your I's and cross your T's, which is important when you're dealing with the United States government.
2: Well, you have to, right? At the end of the day, there's two main questions that that uh, a business owner has. Number one, do I qualify, right? And number two, how much do I qualify for? Nobody wants to take less than they're than they're entitled, and they certainly don't want to take more than they're entitled to. And so, if you go to covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org, there's an 800 number on the website. You can call us up, or you can put your information in. We'll get back to you whenever it's convenient for you. And we'll walk you through about an eight to 10 minute questionnaire that directly parallels the qualification guidelines that the IRS has laid out for this program. And we'll be able to tell you just within a few minutes, if you would qualify, and then we'll be able to give you an estimate over the phone of roughly how much you qualify for, um, but as soon as we gather the, the necessary documentation, good news is it's not a ton of moving parts. It just has to be done the right way. And uh, we'll tell you to the cent exactly how much you qualify for and then walk you through the whole process. Kind of like you said, it's, there's a lot of, in fact, just the initial legislation on this is over 200 pages in addition to almost a dozen changes to the program over the past few years. And so it's just important you get somebody that specializes it, specializes in it, does it the right way. So again, COVIDtaxrelief.org, John, and uh, we take them by the hand and walk them through how to do it.
0: Yeah, a lot of people think, oh, this is one of those forgivable loan things. I'm not sure I want to do it. this. Isn't a forgivable loan, right? This is a an actual refund credit that comes back from the government. It's not a loan. You're not canceling a loan somewhere down in the future. Uh, that's another part about it. I think some people get it confused, but this is an entirely different program, right?
2: Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because this this you know sometimes when people think COVID assistance or covid stimulus they immediately think ppp or eidl those were loans right the ppp was a loan that had to be forgiven or paid back this is not it's not a loan it's not a grant a grant is free money but you're told how you have to spend it right there's parameters around that this is not like you said earlier it's a check from the u.s treasury made out to your business You can put it in, take distribution, you can help employees, you can do whatever you want. And this is legislation that President Trump put into office before he uh, left the presidency. He wanted to make sure business owners were taken care of with the upcoming pandemic. And uh, again, we, we see these business owners, John, that have three, four employees getting $100,000, $100,000, right? That's a huge number for a business that size. And then the, the 10 to the 12 to 15 employee businesses getting two hundred and fifty three hundred thousand dollars 300000 And of course, it just goes up from there. So it is, it's, it's a very, very cool thing to be a part of and help these business owners.
0: Yeah, that's fantastic. It's really, really exciting to see and hear that because it, when you're out and you're you're slogging through the uh pandemic then the pandemic ends you get right back to business and you you a lot of people don't even know it you know for what I did during the pandemic I I actually could get some additional money and I think a lot of people are surprised you have an all-star team too I know uh, when I first did some research you know you're some of your accounting and and Um, uh, payroll experts have, you know, dozens of years of experience. I mean, they're really well experienced in this, I think, which gives people a lot of confidence to know you're not getting some rookie that just read the tax code five minutes ago. You're getting some real pros. That's a pretty cool thing when you look at it.
2: It is. And you know what? To be surrounded, I I constantly look at our team, and I am just super grateful that um, we have found this niche and are able to help so many businesses and, of course, put the team together that we have. But one thing we're not into, as well, John, is wasting people's time. So we're gonna tell you right off the bat if you don't qualify. In fact, I'll, I'll just on this show right now tell a few, you know, to keep people from calling in, wasting their time. If you did not have W-2 employees, so you, you're a sole proprietor or you paid 1099, that would not, you do not qualify. So, guys, again, not here to waste your time. It's only if you had W-2. However, nonprofits can qualify, right? Um, private schools, charitable organizations. What does not qualify is government entities. If you're a, a charter school saying you receive federal funding, you would not qualify. Um, uh, a municipality would not qualify. Um, government's not going to pay stimulus to themselves, right? So, um, again non-profits, churches, regular businesses, anyone that retained W-2 employees is a real good chance you might qualify. And one question we get a lot, John, is, well, how much is left? I know a lot of businesses have applied for this. It's becoming more and more popular, seeing it on the TV and billboards and everywhere. Um, there's, there's still a lot of runway left here. I'm not trying to tell you don't do it now because there is some urgency. You never know what could happen. But an estimated 1 million businesses have applied for this credit and been approved. And analytics showed that about 5 million businesses would qualify for funds. So I think there's a lot of people, John, that have heard about it. They've seen it on TV. They're just waiting and there's no need to wait. Maybe they were told by someone they didn't qualify through, through many changes in legislation. Look, There's a good chance you do qualify now. So go to covidtaxrelief.org, give us a call, speak with one of our experts. We will let you know if you qualify and walk you through the process.
0: Yeah, what a great idea. And what a great, it only takes a few minutes to, to get, take advantage of this. And if it, if it's for you, then you're going to get a benefit that maybe you weren't counting on. And I know it's kind of weird because we're in 2023. The pandemic's been declared over. People have gotten back, but this money has continued on. Uh, obviously you have to, it covers the years 2020 and three quarters of 2022, but, uh, it's still eligible in 2023, which a lot of times tax benefits aren't. That's another part of this. It's actually not too late to go back for 2020 and 2021. One, uh, the calendar is really favorable on this for the time being. And I think that's really um, important in the, um, in the as people gear up for this. What are uh, the steps that someone, if, when they come to you, what sort of things do they need to have at their disposal? Obviously, the number of employees they had who were W-2 paid, right? Any other things that are uh, important to just have gathered when you make that first call? You go to covetaxrelief.org and, and make the first connection?
2: You know, for that first call... Look, we don't. We, there's very little barrier to entry, so we don't want you to think, "Oh my gosh, I got to have my P and Ls, and I got to have this and that for that original phone call." You will know most of the answers to the questions if you just call us right now, okay? And then after a few after a few questions, and we we learn a little more about your business and how you were affected during the pandemic during 2020 and 2021. Then we'll dive in a little deeper. Once we realize, hey, yep, looks like you qualify, then we'll start looking at things like your nine hundred and forty-one filed, your your payroll tax form you filed in those years. We'll look at a detailed payroll report. But those things can be intimidating when somebody's not holding you the hand, holding your hand, telling you exactly where to get them. Um, once we realize that you qualify, then we'll help you. Again, we'll we'll go in and show you exactly how to pull that payroll report. Where to find your nine forty ones we assemble that package, calculate your final credit, send it back over to you you get to look at you get to look over it before anything is filed and and you make that final decision
0: yeah, what an easy thing to do, and uh there's no reason to delay if if you're entitled of the money, go get it now don't don't wait to the last minute, folks. it's really a simple thing to do. Just go to covidtaxrelief.org and the good folks at Consumer Tax Advocate will take good care of you. Jason's got an amazing team. Uh, the millions of dollars that have been recovered just from our audiences is so exciting to hear and also to, to see get put back into the economy, back in businesses, those school buses. I won't forget that story for a long time. Jason, one last question. Consumer Tax Advocate does a lot more. And every time we talk about this, I always give short shrift, but you do a lot of other things at Consumer Tax Advocate that are always fun. You're helping people out in so many different fronts, teachers who get tax, certain tax benefits. Tell us just a little bit about the broader mission of Consumer Tax Advocate, which is such a great organization.
2: Well, look, that's been our mission from the get-go is just making sure that Folks receive the eligible tax credits that they deserve and they 're entitled to, uh, folks that have maybe kind of worked themselves into a corner a little bit in um, in taxes in the past. We have some assistance and program for programs for them as well um, but but again, right now, a lot of our resources are going to helping people uh, get that employee retention credit and so look we, we, we're very. Um, what's the word i'm looking for we do hold our reputation and our track record you know very sacred and so we always make sure we do the right thing for clients so that we're not you know ever going to tarnish that brand and that rec- that that reputation
0: yeah that is a that is a good thing the, the the knowing uh that customer service matters and being accurate being fast but also uh being fair is such a great thing i, I we have learned so much about the program over the last year and it's uh, been so impressive to watch uh, you work with our customers and our consumers on our our new site and on our television show and um it is an amazing experience we are really really grateful because we see our own constituents our own readers our own viewers benefiting uh, our own listeners benefiting from this so it's pretty darn amazing folks one more time if you want to get started if you're inspired by what jason and i talked about they go to covidtaxrelief.org just get the process started listen there's no obligation there's no harm no foul you go you check it out you might be surprised that there's a windfall for your company because you did something for your employees back during the dark days of the pandemic, it is worth doing it. So just go to covataxrelief.org today, get it checked out. Jason, what a great uh, program, what a great effort you guys have done. And we always love getting uh, caught up with you. Every time uh, we talk, uh, the number goes up a little bit more, which puts a smile on all of our faces.
2: It sure does, John. We sure appreciate you having us on and and, uh, helping us share the good news for business owners. And uh, again, we appreciate the partnership.
0: Yeah, we do too. It's a really important program and a great, great partnership indeed. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Justin News. Always grateful when you can join us. Always grateful when I can shout out one of the many great partners, sponsors, advertisers that engage Justin News, that make John Solomon Reports the podcast possible, that make Justin News, No Noise, the television show possible. One of them is my good friends at Four Patriots fourpatriots.com is the website fourpatriots.com the number four the word patriots.com I'm a gadget guy particularly when it deals with outdoor stuff you know I've got the cabin I was up there this week and mowing the lawn and doing yard work. I love doing that. It's one of my favorite things. When you tell me I can have a solar-powered generator to charge things when we go out of power, we do get lose our power a lot at the cabin. A lot of the lines are above ground. There's always winds up there because we're in the mountains. Well, Four Patriots has an incredible incredible solar power generator. It's called the Patriot Power Generator 2000X. And you get a solar generator that doesn't install into your house. It's portable. You can take it with you. Use it anywhere where you might be short of power. It's powerful enough for your phone, medical devices, even your refrigerator. So just from solar, that's a pretty cool thing. It caught my attention right away. So if you want to check this out, along with all of the great survival supplies at four patriots go to four patriots.com and use the promo code solomon s-o-l-o-m-o-n use that promo code when you go to four patriots.com you're going to get 10 percent off your first purchase on anything in the store including that favorite my new gadget that i gotta have now the patriot power generator a solar powered generator also you get a famous guarantee for an entire year they're going to make good on stand behind that product for a whole year plus free shipping on any order over $97. Now, also keep in mind, because Four Patriots are patriots, and they donate a portion of every sale to charities who support our great veterans and their families. Boy, that alone is worth going to check it out. Now... Go one more time, go to 4Patriots.com and use the promo code Solomon, S-O-L-O-M-O-N, to get 10% off and free shipping, plus that one-year guarantee, which I love about 4Patriots. 4Patriots.com, use the promo code Solomon. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports, the podcast from Just the News. Thank you for watching. God bless you. God bless this extraordinary country of the United States. As he always has, we'll be back tomorrow. Diversify a portion of your savings into gold with Birch Gold Group.